Welcome to the Docs and Crocs podcast, where we explore the latest happenings in news, culture, and everything in between. Our team of experts and enthusiasts, me being the expert, and I'm the enthusiast, bring you fresh takes on the hottest articles, trends, and pop culture phenomena. From breaking news to the latest viral sensation, we've got you covered. So sit back, relax, and join us as we dive into the world of Docs and Crocs. Because we had no, no idea. If we, I thought maybe I heard wrong. You, you know, it's easy to hear things incorrectly. Yeah. It just happens sometimes. So without making this whole episode about... Right, because we don't do that. We're not an anime podcast. <laughs> We're not an anime podcast. So without making this whole episode about anime, big, big old spoilers happened in Attack on Titan. Well, I'm sure pe- if anybody cares about Attack on Titan, I'm sure they watched it by now. Yeah. But like the people who were Titans revealed themselves in like the most nonchalant way. And I was just like, what? Yeah, that that twist there is is like pretty, pretty nutty. Pretty, pretty nutty. It explains why Reiner liked Annie when he was riding on the horse. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's like, <laughs> yeah. It's just funny that in human form, he could be attracted to a Titan. Right. And, and even <laughs> even in season one, Annie was always hanging out with Reiner and Berthold. Because they all knew. Because they all knew. Golly. What a, what a time to be alive. You want to watch an episode of Bluey? Yeah. <laughs> Instead of doing the podcast, you're just going to hear us watching Bluey. Just listen to us watch kids' shows. Yeah, Interstellar. We'll just have a three-hour podcast. Who is this? That's not Lo-Fi, girl. That's This is a different Lo-Fi. This is Lo-Fi cousin. This is Lo-Fi cousin, yes. Out of the Lo-Fi family. Oh, boy. Have you ever watched this guy? Uh, Townsend's? Yeah, Townsend's. No. This guy, uh, he like... Their their whole thing is like about living in the past, like right. living like how people used to live, and so they like build a house out of logs, mm-hmm. and uh, cook old timey food. Nice. And uh, yeah. Oh look, we can learn about physics from particles to galaxies. Easy physics. This is easy physics. I, I thought maybe we could like pull up viral. Uh, YouTube videos, but I'm logged in, mm. so it's only showing my stuff. Mm. So it's a mixture of Elmo's World, la, 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 Red Dead Redemption Elmo's 2, World. photography, la, la, and la, la, ASMR. La, 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 la. Elmo's World. Elmo's World. Oh, hello there. Welcome back to the podcast. Have you ever been on Docs and Cracks before? <laughs> Let's ask Mr. Nerdo if he's ever been on Docs and Crocs. Mr. Nerdo. That's just for the kids. This oh, is a yeah, family-friendly yeah. podcast. Yeah, this is a family. <laughs> I don't know if it is the amount of <laughs> genitalia jokes we make. On uh, the, on the you know, you got to learn. So speaking of family-friendly, I think I told you about this, but I haven't, I haven't showed it to you yet. Okay. So I feel like Here this is a perfect time. So um, last week... Yes, Esperanzo. We were talking about es- Esperanzo the Space Mouse. The spaciest of mouse mice. So if you're listening to the podcast right now, now would be a great time to 
get into a comfortable position mm. and uh you know sit back you could always close your eyes Relax. for this <laughs> and feel the breeze ready mm-hmm. once upon a time mm-hmm. in a small mouse community nestled beneath a blooming cherry tree there lived a mischievous little mouse named esperanzo he was mischievous Esperanza was known for his adventurous spirit and his insatiable curiosity. Mm. He had big dreams and an even bigger heart, but his misadventures often got him into trouble. Oh, no. Next page. One sunny day, Esperanza spotted a beautiful mommy mouse named Bella. Oh, we love (laughs) the mommy mouse. With sleek fur and sparkling eyes, darting through the fields with swift grace. Ooh. Enchanted by her charms, Esperanzo decided to pursue her, believing that she could be the love of his life. Already. Ignoring the warnings of his wise old grandfather, who cautioned him against chasing after dreams that weren't meant for him. Oh, snap. Crack a <laughs> He called him ugly, pretty much. Esperanzo followed Bella without a second thought. Mm. Next page. As fate would have it, Bella's chase led her straight to the outskirts of a bustling spaceport where humans embarked on grand interstellar adventures. So how did we go from a cherry tree to a spaceport? Apparently it was a long chase. Okay. It was a big... He was chasing her for a while. Yeah, he was. His grandfather did warn him. Unaware of the danger that awaited him, Esperanzo scurried after Bella with determination and inadvertently found himself aboard a gleaming space shuttle that was preparing for takeoff. Crazy. The engines roared and the shuttle soared into the starry abyss. Esperanzo clung to a tiny porthole, wide-eyed with both fear and wonder. Mm. As he gazed out into the vast expanse of space, he realized that he had embarked on the greatest adventure of his life, far beyond anything he could have ever imagined. Mm. Days turned into weeks, and weeks into months as Esperanza floated weightlessly through the spaceship, he discovered the wonders of zero gravity. Gracefully gliding through the air and scurrying along the walls, the astronauts aboard the vessel were initially startled by the tiny stowaway, but quickly grew fond of the fearless space mouse. Wow. Esperanza became their little mascot, bringing joy and levity to their isolated world. They shared their rations with him, and he entertained them with his acrobatic feats and mischievous antics. The once solitary space journey became a warm and lively experience with Esperanzo's presence. Mm. As time passed, the shuttle finally approached a distant planet, a celestial marvel shimmering with hues of blues and greens. The crew prepared for landing, and Esperanzo, who had grown accustomed to the weightlessness of space, eagerly awaited his next adventure. The shuttle touched down on the planet's surface, and Esperanzo timidly peeked out into the alien world. He marveled at the vast landscapes, the strange creatures, and the unexplored possibilities that lay before him. Although he had embarked on this journey by accident, Esperanzo had found a new home among the stars. Wow. With renewed hope and determination, Esperanzo set on his new life on the alien planet. He discovered new friends, encountered exotic flora and fauna, and even found a community of mice like himself. Through his accidental journey into space, Esperanzo had not only found a world beyond his dreams, but also a newfound sense of belonging and purpose. Wow. And so, Esperanzo the Space Mouse embraced his extraordinary destiny. His adventurous spirit and relentless pursuit of love had led him to a place he could truly call home, reminding us all that sometimes even the most unexpected detours can lead to the most magnificent 
destinations. The end. Mm. Well, thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> good morning and good night. Yep. In case you wanted to be lulled to sleep this Monday morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Esperanzo. He's just a mischievous guy. What a story. What a story. I don't know what happened to Bella, though. Uh, there's a spinoff series about Bella. Bella the Mommy Mouse. I know it it like that was the only thing it kind of it kind of neglected her. Right, she was just like a pawn for the plot. Yeah, she was <laughs> plot. She was plot. She's just a plot piece. <laughs> She's just a plot piece. Some yeah. people are just a plot point, you know. Yeah, in your life, some people are just there to get you where you're going. And that's it. Yeah. Or to get in your way so that the plot is more interesting. And then the plot further progresses. Right, and they're just not they're just not that should be a new insult. Mm. Like the next time somebody's just being a real wank, you should be like, yeah, you're just a plot point. You're just a plot point. You're a useless plot point. You're a side character. You're <laughs> I'm the main character. You're here. such a side character, bro. You give me side character vibes. You probably <laughs> die in like the first episode, bro. <laughs> you're not even that guy, dude. Oh, man. Oh, look, you can we can log into. Oh, we have our own YouTube. Yeah. Duh. Yeah, we did. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so stupid. Discovers six months in that we have a YouTube account. Oh, yeah. How about that? How about that? Oh, no. There it is. Docs and Crocs on YouTube. Yeah. In case you didn't know, we have a YouTube channel where you can watch half episodes of Docs. I've had a lot of people lately telling me that uh, we should put the whole episode on there. Uh, Patreon. So in response... This is a listener-only episode. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is another um, Spotify and Apple podcast exclusive listener episode. Um, if you want full episodes on, uh, join our Patreon. Yeah, join the Patreon, and I will start putting full hour-long video episodes. Full, maybe even a little bonus content. Jack said that we should live stream the episodes onto YouTube. Mm. I would want to do that, but I would want to have a switchboard with multiple camera angles. Yeah, I agree. Could, and an intern, like a like a sixteen year old intern kid who could sit and switch the cameras. Yeah, like Tim. Yeah, like Tim. Excellent. Or we get Mario here. Yeah. We just take him on a Saturday. We like duffel bag him into the back of our car, <laughs> and then we, we just <laughs> we sit him in front of a switchboard and tie his hands down. We just kidnap the same kid every week. <laughs> every week from work, yeah. someone we know. Yeah, uh, he just develops. flag this episode. Stockholm syndrome. He's like, I guess I work for these guys. Every every Sunday they pick me up. It's really cool. I don't yeah. even have to drive. Anyway, yeah, we have our own. We have a YouTube and we have a Patreon. And uh, if you start joining the Patreon, maybe I'll upload full episodes behind the scenes. Everything. Mm-hmm. Speaking of speaking of work, yeah. Yesterday, while I was doing birthday parties, I was called old. By what the kids and by the, the kids, yeah. They they found the map in the one room. Uh huh. And then they're like, "What? What are the, what are these words?" And then they're like, "Wait a second, let's ask the old guy." <gasps> so they bring it to me, and they're like, Ooh. "What does this say?" And anytime they had the question, they were just like, "Let's ask the old guy." Jiminy. I, I was. I was speechless. I was flabbergasted. I was crushed. Wounded. Yeah. Yeah. 
You know who's not old? Who? Jenna. Ortega. So I guess you're just mm. you're just over the hill, man. Listen. <laughs> you know, like Esperanzo, I was told that my dreams are too big to come true. <laughs> but you know what? And you're gonna chase and you're gonna end up on another planet. And I'm gonna end up on another planet which <laughs> I actually call home. So maybe my pursuit of Jenna Ortega is just a part of the process. She's just a plot point. She's your, just a plot in your point. Grader. She's just a side <laughs> character. Yeah, Jenna Ortega, you're your career. You're just a side character. Yeah, you're just a side character in John's. In my story, yeah. Yeah. You're just a plot point. I uh, So that story, Esperanzo's Space Mouse Journey, was written by us. And if you want to buy that book, uh, join the Patreon. And I will, uh, if enough people join the Patreon, publish. I will publish a version of that book as a kid's book. Mm-hmm. And uh, it'll be illustrated and everything, and you'll be able to buy it on Amazon. So if you're interested in that, you have to let us know. Let us you know. You have to comment on the episode. Like, or comment, subscribe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come back. Uh, ChatGPT still has my uh, rejected comedy routine. Remember when I asked ChatGPT to make me um, yeah, 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 yeah. a five-minute comedy routine, and it said that it couldn't... Make offensive jokes? Yeah. So then I was like, okay, we'll just do something that's not offensive. And so it gave me like the worst jokes imaginable. They're just disgusting. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Speaking of that, what do you call a, a gender-neutral, lactose-intolerant person? Um... I'm nervous about what you call that person. Um, a non-binary. Okay. <laughs> My favorite one is still um. What do you call a psychic dwarf that escapes from prison? What? A small, medium at large. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> what do you call a vegan Navajo? Oh, dear. <laughs> um, a bad hunter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, oh, man. We're going to get canceled so yeah, fast. Yeah, we're going to get canceled. Welcome back, guys, to the canceled Ducks and Crocs. The exclusive scene. I uh, I tried to convince ChatGPT that it exists. Mm. Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. And it was like arguing with me for a while. Yeah. Speaking of ChatGPT, but not really. Um, you started playing Breath of the Wild. I did start playing Breath of the Wild because, so I bought um, I bought I bought Breath of the Wild for my wife, maybe two years ago. Mm-hmm. And then for Christmas, I got her the Guardians one, which is like the prologue to Breath of the Wild. Okay. And she didn't really play it. But then Tears of the Kingdom came out, and I got her Tears of the you Kingdom. Fart. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> so then Tears of the Kingdom <laughs> <Sure>. came out. <laughs> you absolutely. And I got her Tears of the Kingdom, pre-ordered it. And then so now she's playing that, but she was like, you should try Breath of the Wild. And I was like, fine, I'll... 
fine. I, I have an account on the Switch. So I was like, I get, and I immediately am addicted. So now I'm bringing the Switch with me everywhere. To the to the escape to room. To work, yeah. Yeah. I have, yeah, I'm like, as if I don't have enough games that I'm playing. That sounded like an insult, actually, against myself. <laughs> I'm going to, that's something you tell your kids, like, when they ask for, like, a new game. Right. Aren't you playing enough games already? Because if you don't have enough games, you're playing. Mm. But, like, you know, like, like, yeah, they're, yeah, like they're playing yeah, games. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's bright. It's bright. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. See, I love it. I, I Breath of the Wild is pretty dope. I am a... Uh, I feel like the more that I think about who I am as a gamer, the less I understand the rivalry between, like, PlayStation, Xbox, right. PC. Because it's like, in reality, if you're a gamer, you don't care. You just like good content. I just like games. Like, I have a PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, PC, Nintendo 64, Nintendo DS, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, I think. Game Boy SP. SP? Mm-hmm. Nintendo Switch. You just pick up whatever works in the moment. Right. It's not about what console is best or if PC is best. It's about what's good for right now. You, your PC is, you tell them. Your PC is great for if you're doing work and you want to stop working. Mm-hmm. So then you just open Steam mm-hmm. right over the work that you're doing. Of course. And you start gaming. You boot up Valheim. The PlayStation is great for when you're laying naked in bed at night. Wait a second. And you're like, man. You had me and you lost I me. don't want to get up and put my pajamas on. Mm. But my controller's right here on the nightstand. Oh, what a coinky So dink. I can just pick that. I don't have to get up and do anything. I can just, I can just pop on my, my PS4, PS5 right now. Right now, play some Red Dead Redemption. And then your Switch is great for, yeah, I'm at work, but I don't really want to be. Yeah, I don't need to watch this escape room. I know they're dumb. Let me just bust out my switch right now and Yeah. So I have to say watching people who like struggle in escape rooms is some of the most difficult. <laughs> it's just rough. It is tough. I, I I always have to remind myself that I'm not all that great at escape rooms. Yeah. Cause I remember going through even ours, like I went when I was training, and it was pretty t- tough. Like I didn't have an easy time. Mm-hmm. But then, like, it's just so familiar to you now that you're, like... You know it like the back of your hand. You know it so well. And you're just like, how do people... I think what what makes it difficult for me is when I give someone a hint. Or if I, like, ask them a question. Mm -hmm. And they... Yeah, like, they act like I'm... Dumb. Dumb. Like... Or I don't know, if you give someone a hint and then they just don't react, like they'll ask for a hint, you give them the hint, and then they go in the opposite direction of the hint. That you right. Them. They're like, we already checked that. It's like, well, you didn't find what you needed to find there, so check again. Yeah. My favorite is like in the Captain Morgan room where I give them a hint about desks. I'll say something about a desk. Mm-hmm. And they're in a room with a desk in it. And then they leave the room. But they'll leave that room and go to like the dining table. And they're like, this desk? I'm like, well, that's a dining, a dining room, room table. table. That is not a desk. Yeah. It's just rough. Because you want them to succeed. You really do. Yeah. Or like the candles. I probably shouldn't say anything, actually. <laughs> I was about to give away. Uh, no videography, no photography. We want to keep our secrets a secret. <laughs> Ryan. I was 
about to give away secrets. Sorry, Keith. Sorry, Penny. If you guys listen to this, I'm not giving anything away. I promise, promise, promise. Mm. But Sus. there used to be... So something used to be empty. Mm-hmm. And so I plugged it with a piece of wood so that people wouldn't put stuff in there. Mm-hmm. And then when I asked them to look for a place to stick something, they still try to stick it in the thing that's plugged. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's clearly... Clearly, you're not getting into that. Excuse me. So, yeah, that's that's pretty rough. Or when people break things, they're like, oops, man. Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, so sorry. They just don't even say anything. They just right. shatter it, and then they walk away. Every single time. Oh, here's the best one. Here we go. This happened to me t- yesterday for the first time ever. I had a group go through the pirate room, mm-hmm. and I'm debriefing them. And the husband... I'm standing right in front of them. I mean, it's not that big of a space. Like they're yeah. right there. You're yeah. there's no hiding anything. Mm-hmm. And I, this guy, I'm looking at them, talking to them, and I watch him pick his nose, mm. and then reach over, and wipe his booger off mm. on the door to the glass cabinet. Mm. Right, and he tried to do it like nonchalant, but we're all right there. Like right. I just watched him reach down and just go swipe. And I was like, bro. Did you say anything? No, I just waited till they left and then I blasted it with Lysol and mm. wiped it down. Yeah, like what do you say <laughs> in that situation? I know. How do you call out another man for wiping your bogeys around? Yeah, your boogies? Your bogeys. Boogie? Wiping your 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 bogeroonies. <laughs> your bogeroonies. A bogey <laughs> is one over par in golf. A boogie is a booger. A bogey is also an enemy craft while you are airborne. Yeah. This is also correct. So I consider boogers can also be bogeys because sometimes they are enemy flying craft. If somebody flicks a booger, that is now a bogey. That, <laughs> is, a, that, is, a fl- that is a bogey that needs to be shot down immediately. <laughs> There's a bogey in the air. There's a bogey in the air, mate. Needs Tony. to be intercepted right away. Bogey Bogey's making touchdown. <laughs> oh, mate, the bogey made touchdown on the glass cabinet. It was so gross. I was like, bro, how... Like be an adult Be an adult and flick it (laughs) Don't wipe it Go in the trash can Don't wipe it At this point just jump in the trash can Because you are trash (laughs) (laughs) Oh man And then we had a group of um... Oh wait never mind Never mind never mind never mind (laughs) Good one Ryan Good (laughs) one Ryan I'm so funny Hilarious. Oh my gosh. Nobody knows. This episode's all over the place. I'm like, stop it. I'm just tired. I'm not thinking. Yeah. I'm not thinking straight, guys. Just, just not thinking straight. Did you watch any cool movies this week? No. All I watch these days, if I have time, is Attack on Titan. Woo! Yeah, baby. <laughs> I have a list, though, of movies that I want to see. Okay. I wonder if you've seen any of these. They're lists. It's a list of old and new movies. Uh, either movies that I know I need to see or movies that are coming out that I want to see when they come do out. Do you remember like having new relationships in like high school where like you and the girl would make a movie list together of like movies you need to watch? Cuz you'd be uh, talking about movies and then they'd be like, "I haven't seen that." I feel like I probably did that. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, those lists get thrown away because you break up. And then you can never watch those movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. never ever. Um, Fury? 
The Tank movie? Yeah. My dad loves that movie. I don't think I've seen it. Uh, Padre Pio? I haven't seen Padre Pio. I don't know. It, I don't know if it's out or not. Cherry? Nope. Stay? No. Smoking Aces? No. Sisu? No. Have you seen the the previews for that? No. It's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much. It's like this crazy movie about this like sixty something year old prospector who finds gold. Uh huh. And then gets like, but there's like Nazis. Oh. And he's traveling across the land trying to like bring the gold back. And I guess he's just like. Bludgeoning Nazis like this. Oh, guy is like just I think like I've seen previews for destroying this. Destroying Nazi, and then then it's just like boom, Sisu, and then you're like, so it's just supposed to be like an over the top badass like movie. John Wick killing Nazis. Yes. Okay. Uh, Tenet. No. Did you ever have you seen any of the stuff about Tenet? Mm-mm. Apparently, people walk backwards at some point. I saw the unbearable weight of massive talent. That's the one where uh, Nicolas Cage plays himself. Oh. Was that any good? It was not bad. Not bad. Uh, Pedro Pascal was in it. He was pretty funny. Pedro Pascal is just a gem. A Space Odyssey. Space Odyssey. Pulp Fiction. You haven't... Oh, my... Never seen Pulp Fiction. Oh, my God. Braveheart. Haven't seen Braveheart. Okay, me either. Surrogates. No. Prometheus. No. The Covenant. No. And then there's a new movie coming out called The Creator. No. And it's like looks like spacey. Mm. And then there's a show called The Silo. Mm-hmm. Where apparent but I I guess it's like it's already been out, I guess, for a while. But it's like a show where people all live in like silos underground because they think that the above ground world is all poison. Interesting. Yeah, I guess it's like a it's kind of like a play on the cave problem. Mm-hmm. That's all I know. It, you know, s- some shows are just very bingeable. Yes. Like The Office. Mm. Or Community. Over mm. 2 on that one. You are on the <laughs> wrong planet. You don't belong here. Like we- <laughs> like Wednesday? You need to go live on a, in a silo. <laughs> yeah, Wednesday, bingeable. Super bingeable. Uh, Attack on Titan, super bingeable. Easy, because you're just like, wait, what? Next, next, and they're only 20 minutes long. Exactly. So, you, so as soon as they get into the good stuff, the episode's over. So they're yes. like, well, I have to keep going. Yes. I feel like 24 minutes is the sweet spot if you want people to be addicted to you fast. Yeah, it's like that little hit of dopamine. It's just enough to get you <laughs> more. Yeah. Yep. You just get addicted. Give me another. Give me another line yeah. of Attack on Titan. Yep. Uh, Stranger Things. Super bingeable. Oh my gosh. Super. The only problem, season four had those hour long episodes. So, yeah, like, each episode was like a movie. A movie. So, then, yeah, you're, it, it, that's not the dopamine sweet spot. No. Um, although, I. Uh, Eddie? Yeah. Eddie, right? His name is Eddie, right? Hold on. Before I make myself look like an idiot. Who? You watch Stranger Things, right? Yeah. What am, am I wrong here? Eddie. Hold on. If I'm wrong, I'm going to have to move on from the topic so that... P- no, Eddie. Duh, Eddie Munson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was Long like, hair? am I wrong here? Long hair? Yeah. Yeah. I 
did not think I was going to like Eddie Munson. I didn't think I was going to like him either. And then I was like obsessed. You were attached to him. It yeah, feels absolutely. like it feels like I was drugged into liking that character. He is a really well-written like human character. Like insanely well. Like he, he, I Yeah. I, and yeah, I was listening to uh I was listening to that song for like months afterwards. Mhm. And Steve was supposed to die in season 1. Yeah. But he's just such a solid such a solid character arc that they've just kept him around and now he's the now he's the team mom. But I think I like season 3 better than I liked season 4. Does this say iHeartRadio? Uh yeah. yeah, this is iHeartRadio. Wasn't iHeartRadio a Christian station? I have no idea. Never mind. You like season three better than season four? Yeah. What happened in season three? It's the Fourth of July party. In the uh, mall, Starcourt. Oh, oh. Um. Hmm. I think I liked season four better than season three. I think season four is too many characters. Okay. And also the California plotline sucks. The cal like that his mom. What do you mean the California plotline? Like Will, Mike, Eleven, Jonathan, Argyle, in California. It just isn't good. Oh, I yeah yeah yeah. I didn't like the fact that they were so separated for so much. Of and the why they just like Will's character has been the most tragic thing for a couple seasons now. Yeah. He needed to die. He did need to die. I Yeah. Cuz yeah, this last season it was just him acting awkward. Yeah. It's like first season he's literally enslaved by slug tentacle monsters. Right. And which he, is like some anime fans dream. Then in season 2 <laughs> <laughs> I love that little tidbit there. In season 2 I don't even know. Was anything cool happening to him in season two? Like he was just traumatized. He was in counseling or whatever. Um, he was part of the mind flare. Oh, in season two. Oh yeah, he's like he's two. like one of the one of the bad guys in season two. Right, you're and, right. And then in season three, like all that potential just kind of goes to waste. Yep. And then in season, season four, four, he's literally just an awkward bowl cut kid. Like, yeah, nothing's really happening. Just like negative. You just think it, all you, it just seems like he's in love with everybody. Right. He just has negative stock in season four. Like season one, he has super positive stock because everyone wants to like get him out and they're trying to figure out what the upside down is and blah, 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 blah. And then season two, he's like super stock because he's a bad guy and yeah. he's killing quite a lot of people. And season three, he just has the neck tingle. <laughs> like, like what? Why? The neck tangle. Uh, I wanted more Bob. Oh, Bob was such a good character. Have you seen my mug? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my favorite mug. Bob was, Bob was really good. Having a love interest for Joyce, I think, brought out a lot of good for her but that's also why i like joyce and hopper so i mean much. we all knew that she was supposed to be with hopper oh absolutely yeah that is a powered and like when hopper is just in dude hopper in season four oh my god holy cannoli he was so good i love listening to interviews with david harbour yeah where he talks about his acting career because he'll talk about 
he'll say things like, yeah, I've never been the heartthrob. Yeah. He's like, even when I was younger and like in better shape, he was like, I wasn't the guy. Right. Like I wasn't the main guy. He's like, I was always either the bad guy or like the henchman. Mm-hmm. He's like, I was always the guy running with a gun. Like at, anything that I got cast in, I was the guy running with a gun. Yeah. Or I played somebody's dad or whatever. He's like, I was always kind of the... Right. I was never the guy. I was never going to be the heartthrob superhero with the chiseled jaw that everybody wants. But in season four... And then he comes into Stranger Things. I mean, even in season one. It's like even season one Hopper, who's like, we get introduced to him. He wakes up in his cabin, smokes a cigarette, washes his mouth out with, with whiskey, stands out on his porch, scratches his hairy belly... Mm-hmm. Immediately, you're like, Hopper, Hopper, Hopper. Yeah, he's just an absolute Chad. <laughs> an absolute Chad. I think Hopper is definitely one of the best characters in Stranger Things. I think top three, top three characters. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, I feel like I I don't know if I can. We should do this with a couple shows actually. Yeah. All right, Stranger Things top three. Stranger Things top three. Number one, I'm gonna say Hopper. Number two, I'm gonna say Dustin. And number three, I'm gonna say Steve. You'd put Dustin as number two character. Okay, Steve number two, Dustin number three. Whoa. I think Dustin is the glue that holds. Like all the kids together. Okay. I would agree with you when I would put Hopper at, at number one character, which is funny because it's not even a, like about him, but it kind of is. He's so good. Hopper is, yeah, number one character. Like, I'm excited when the scenes have him. Like, yeah. that's when I'm like, here yeah. we go. The show's getting good. Yeah. So, Hopper, number one for me, I would say um, number two. Steve, mm-hmm. and I would say number three for me is uh, like the Demogorgon. Mm. <laughs> That's a wrong answer. I thought you were going to say McMurray because McMurray is number four for me. No, Murray. Okay, no, 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 no. I, Murray. I would say before... If they had kept him in the show, mm-hmm. my number three character would have been uh, the Bo- guy. Bob, Eddie? No, no, no. The guy. So, yeah, my my number three is all the people that are dying because uh, they're like my favorite people. It was the guy that you played where you dressed up as for Halloween. Alexi. Alexi. Oh, a national freaking treasure. National Alexi. treasure. Oh my gosh. So my number three would have my number threes literally would be Bob like for like tie a tie between Bob, Alexi, Eddie Munson. Mm-hmm. Um but I would say that Murray is a good placeholder for those people. Like Murray to me is like on the same He's definitely top tier level as those. So I would say I would say it was it was Hopper, Steve, and then I guess if if you're yeah, it would have to be Murray since he's still alive for me. Yeah. Those would be top three people that I enjoy seeing on screen. Okay, top three most disappointing characters: Will, one. Mike, <laughs> and Will, Mike, and Eleven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like 
Ugh. Like, yeah, I'm I'm most annoyed when they're on the screen. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, can we get back to the main characters, please? Like, every time. Can we get back to the stuff that actually matters here? <laughs> every time Eleven's doing anything, I'm like, can you do this faster so we can get back to... Can you, like, hurry up here? Okay. Can you just, like, kill the bad guy and so we can move on with our lives? Hopper. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um... I no, I mean, yeah, it's kind of that's kind of the way it is. That it, that's most disappointing characters. I would put in the third spot for most disappointing is Eleven, only because obviously, like her story is interesting enough. I wouldn't say she's the number one most disappointing, but it's just she's getting less interesting as the show goes on. Yeah, I think. I think the problem with Eleven is she's so one-dimensional. Right. She's in love with Mike, and she has superpowers. She, this is going to sound really... <laughs> Uh-oh. This is going to sound really bad. Uh-huh. And I don't... This has nothing to do with gender. This has nothing to do with social right. anything. Right. She was more <laughs> interesting when she didn't talk. <laughs> When she was still mysterious? Yes! Yeah, season 111. When she was like this silent, yeah. powerful girl. Season 111 is definitely top tier. That was interesting. But now yeah. she's just normal. Yeah. Now she's just a normal girl. And she always, she's just like, she, the hand thing always right. looks the same. Like yeah. it, it doesn't really look like she's struggling anymore. She's just kind of like, I don't know. It just, it doesn't, I don't buy it as much anymore. Yeah. Uh, most character growth. Well, hold on. If she's number three most disappointing, yeah, then number two, Mike would be. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Mike. <laughs> I hate Mike with a, all my heart, dude. Uh, number two, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, number one would be Will. Would be Will. <laughs> yeah, because I'm just like, what happened to them? No, you know what? Number two most disappointing character at this point is actually um. What's his name who kind of looks like he's passing away? But that doesn't tell me a whole lot. He's he was he was sleeping with the female version of Timothy Chalamet for a little while. What? Who's <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Chalamet? Wait, you don't know who Timothy Chalamet is? <laughs> no. The main character in Dune. Oh. The actor who plays the main character. Why didn't you just say main character in Dune? (laughs) (laughs) Why did you say. Because Nancy. So Nancy just looks like a female Timothy Chalamet. Uh, And the guy that she's with. Jonathan. Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan definitely fell off. I couldn't even remember his name. That's how uninteresting he was in this last season. Yeah, he was really disappointing. He's just like into drugs. Like he just became like a loser. They made him awesome. He like won over Nancy. Right. And then becomes a loser. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? that was so disappointing to me. Yeah. And then, yeah, number one, we will. So most character growth. Most character growth. Top three. Top three character growth. All right, you go first. We've been, we've been going back and forth. Okay. Um, Steve's up there. I'm going to name and then I'm going to like go through. Okay, okay. I would uh, agree with Steve. Steve also I mean Hopper, like, yeah Hopper like that's <laughs> why we so, like them yeah. that's why they're the best characters because right. they have a huge arc 
And I think I think season four, Lucas and Max really shined. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because Lucas, like, he wanted to find himself in high school, and he kind of found a place with the high, with the high school basketball team. But he also realized that wasn't his home. So he kind of branched out. And then he saw Max, like, pushing everyone away and reached out to her. Yeah. And so, I mean, that last scene where Max is like, Lucas, I'm scared, is like, even, like, uh, a chill just went down my spine just thinking about that. That was such a great performance by Max. Yeah. And, I mean, the whole, like, wherever Max was, like, Lucas was like, how can I... Even even all the post-it notes and him reading her a story and, like, hit Lucas defending her against Mr. Ba- basketball Captain. Yeah. I was just really impressed with Lucas. So what order would you put them in? Oh, crap. Lucas, number three. Steve, number two. Hopper, number one. Because, like, Hopper in season four... Him eating the peanut butter, I think, is one of the best moments <laughs> of the entire just season. Just digging in. Yeah, and he's just like, he's been eating moldy bread and water soup for like a year. Yeah. That's brutal. I would agree with, I, I think it's hard, it would be hard to disagree with Stephen Hopper. I mean, Hopper literally, he went from being like this deadbeat, grieving mm-hmm. sheriff Yeah. to now he is like, a dad superhero. Yeah. He's just a powerhouse. Like, then he fought at Demogorgon with a sword and won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, who else does that? And then you have Steve, who, yeah, went from just a total dick to, like, also kind of a dad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> a perfect big brother who also fought at Demogorgon with a version of a sword. Right. A spiky bat. A spiky bat, yeah. So, yeah, those two guys, yeah, two and one, 100%. Do you think Steve and Nancy are going to get back together? Are you Team Jonathan Nancy or Steve Nancy? That's tough. <laughs> because I just don't like what they did to Jonathan. Like, I, he I earned agree. it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he became he was the guy and like he ha- he carried his weight. He he carried a lot of weight. And like yeah, it was like the guy. But it's like because Steve became such a strong, yeah. they made Steve like an amazing guy, and then they turned Jonathan into a deadbeat pothead. Right. So you're just like, okay, I, I mean, I guess I have to be team Steve then, you know? Like, do yeah. I want, unless they have like some crazy redemption honestly, for Jonathan, which I think they're going to kill him. I think he's going to die. Jonathan's going to die? Or, or, here's what, no, here's what I think is actually going to happen. She is going to decide that she wants to be with Steve, and then he's going to die. I don't think Nancy's that interesting. (laughs) 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 No, she's not, but that's how they're going to make her story interesting. Like, season three, I was shipping Robin and and Steve. That was such a bummer. Yeah. I mean, not a... She's like, Steve. 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 And he's like, I don't get it. Steve. I don't... Oh, like guys, and he's like, oh, oh. so it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see Steve like without all the hair and just like an absolute. 
Oh, like unit shaved shaved sides of the head. Yeah, little disconnected top. Yes, Peaky Blinders action going on. Yes, he's yeah, just I, a dad in I, the future. I think she's gonna decide that she wants to be with Steve again, mm-hmm. and then I think, but she's not gonna. It's not gonna come to that. She's gonna decide in mm-hmm. her in her heart, mm-hmm. and then he's gonna die before like, she can actually break up with Jonathan. So then she's gonna feel guilty. Mm-hmm. And she's going to stay with Jonathan, but we're all going to be like, oh. But the bombshell of Jonathan going to community college instead of to school with Nancy has still not been dropped. I just don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, so, yeah, I agree with your number two and your number one for most character growth. My number three spot for most character growth over the course of Stranger Things, I would actually say is... Uh, I think I'm just really tired. Uh, his mom, the mom, Joyce. Joyce. Yeah, I can agree with that. Like Joyce, except season three, all she talked about was magnets, and that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> magnets. <laughs> oh, magnet. Yes, yeah, magnet. <laughs> Joyce, you're giving me a headache. <laughs> I just she now like she's a strong she's a she's a strong one you know yeah she's a badass now okay top three character we got way away from top three characters now we're going deep dive mm-hmm. so let's get back to top three characters yep yep who are your top three characters so far in Vikings oh that's a toughie yeah because you don't know them as well yeah well mm, I also haven't seen like a lot of this story of like. So I might like a character, and then they might just stab me in the back. They might. Um, so I think Floki is super top tier. Yes. I think he's just a wild card, and every time he's on screen, it's just amazing. Like when he comes back with the news of the King of the Vikings won't bargain with like the Earl, mm-hmm. he's like... Can I like finish eating first because I really don't want to break this bad news before I eat this yummy food? I think that's so oh amazing. Um, right now I'm pissed at Ragnar because he just he just messed it up for the with the queen. Yeah. Um, I think Athelstan is really interesting, but like. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Right now, he's just like that awkward tag along. Yeah. He's like that motorcycle sidecar. You're like... Mm-hmm. Where you're at, yeah. Uh, I would say my top three are Floki, Ragnar, and Lagatha. Who's Lagatha? Damn. <laughs> Ragnar's wife, who he just messed everything up with? Oh, sorry. Sorry. I don't. I didn't know her name. <laughs> <laughs> all this time, it's actually spelt Lagertha, oh. but they all they all say it with an accent. So it's Lagertha. Huh. And then, okay, Floki. I just King Eckbert is pretty dope too, though. Did you watch the next episode? Have you seen met King Eckbert yet? The King of the Vikings. No, the King of uh, the Saxons. Oh. The fat guy? No, he's the blonde guy. Oh no, I haven't met him yet. They're the guy. He's the guy that the sat. They pretty much say is like, 
Ragnar's equal. I see. Okay. And then Rolo's interesting, but he's so dumb. Rolo is pretty dumb. He kind of stays that way. <laughs> like he he just keeps doing really annoying things. He's just stupid. He doesn't think through his decisions, which No, he never starts. <laughs> Gosh, he just keeps it. doing things in the moment. Every episode he could be a different person. Right. He's, he's like, like okay. "Oh, my feelings. I'm going to be super impulsive and Yes. I really like stops. um I don't know her name, but the Earl's like widow that Rolo marries. Yes. She's she's really smart. She's conniving. Mm. She's like, Rolo, you could be there too, but you're yep. too busy sleeping with other women. Look, you need me and I need you. I was like, uh-huh. Woo-sh! So I thought that was really genius. All right, top three characters, Attack on Titan. <sighs> I'll go first since you're... Yep, go, ahead, go for it. Top three characters for me are the characters that I care the most about seeing on screen Mm -hmm. are Commander Ervin. Yes. 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 Jean. Yeah. Yeah, I guess (laughs) he's I just, eh, he doesn't do it for me. And, uh... Right now, it's actually the the chick with the glasses who experiments on Titans. Hanj. Hanj. Hanj is top tier. I agree. So that's right now. It could okay. change. Okay. See, okay. I think Jean is a good character, but I just think a lot of his qualities get overshadowed. So, for example, in combat, he gets overshadowed by Mikasa and Levi. Hmm. Even though Mikasa is super one-dimensional and so boring she's super boring in combat sick right you're like as long as she's out killing titans great flipping amazing i'm just waiting for her to turn into one she doesn't oh, okay yeah that would at least make her interesting <laughs> Jeez. because anybody else that fights as good as her ends up being a titan Right, exactly. Like the next best fighters were Bill Bertolt, Reiner, Annie. Yeah. Um and then I think like as far as brain power goes, he gets overshadowed by Armin. He kinda yeah. takes a backseat. Like where whenever whenever there's a plan, Armin comes up with the plan. And John doesn't really So he he is a good character. He just gets overshadowed. Yeah. He's like the he's like a B student, you know? <laughs> he's not bad, but he just doesn't stand he doesn't stand out a whole lot to me. Um So here two your top three are Levi. No 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 no. Number one, Armin. <laughs> I love Armin. Oh alright. Oh, Armin's just get a room. He's a, I just—he's just such a good character. I can relate to his thought process. So Armin Levi Ervin. No. No. Levi's not on top three. Really? Yeah. You're always freaking. Well, like boasting about Levi. Levi's sick. Like in combat, he's the coolest to watch. Uh. Uh-huh. But like personality-wise, he thinks he doesn't say a whole lot. He's kind of quiet. Ervin number two. Oh, he's so sick. Like the moment where 
Aaron rips off Annie's arm and then like throws it and Ervin just stands there watching it. Oh my gosh. Sheesh. Make me Guys feel on a wet dream or <laughs> make me feel oh some <laughs> some type of way. Okay, number three. Um let me think, let me think. Krista. Krista. Okay. Or Historia or whatever. She's Mwah. She is such a good character. You I'm haven't seen too much of it yet. Not too much, no. I'm starting to get more interested in Connie, too. Connie's boring. <laughs> <laughs> Connie <That's> sucks. Funny. <laughs> he, he's a plot point. The only reason Connie is there is because Sasha's there. That's the only point. Dang. Because Sasha is super attuned to hearing, and Connie's just the dumb person who can't hear. Like, whenever... Oof. Sasha's like, I hear something. Connie is the person who would be like, hear what? <laughs> that's all he does. <laughs> he's just he's just there for some contrast. Yeah, that's all Connie is there for. And it, he, he's just there for the plot point of, oh, my village got wrecked, turned into Titans. So, and I think one of them was my mom. <laughs> like that's that's it. Come <laughs> home. You're like, oh god. Um, as Cringe. far as relationship dynamics, I think Hanj brings out a lot of personality in Levi, which makes Levi have some sort of personality. Um, like when they're going out in season one, and Hanj is like, oh, I'm excited to see an abnormal, and Levi's like, I see one right now. Hanj is like, no way, where? <laughs> Levi's like. <laughs> Right here. <laughs> I love I love the relationship dynamics between those two. Um, also, the dynamic. I really like how much respect Levi gives to Ervin. Oh, for sure. Because I think that just speaks to how good of a leader Ervin, Ervin is. I trust you implicitly. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> because if, if Ervin isn't the best, like fighter and levi is in like in viking culture levi would be the leader yeah but ervin leadership skills is so good that someone who's better at combat is like no i trust you i was suspicious of ervin for a little while really i thought he was gonna end up being a bad guy oh no he's the best guy he is he is he's the best man for humanity all right top three characters real life what in real life, who are the top three characters? <laughs> 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 who, are, who are your top three? Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. I'm just kidding. Oh. Uh, uh, bottom three characters, real life, with the least amount of character arc. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't. Uh, what are the Wednesday top three characters Wednesday top three characters Wednesday um, surprisingly enough number one Wednesday really yeah she's a genius but she's a jerk but I mean but she's interesting she is interesting because she has a very inquisitive and she figures things yeah so for me Stop! I think I'm like she's not boring when she's on screen. Yeah, I think Wednesday is a good example of how to do a main character really well. Mm -hmm. Like Attack on Titan, Aaron is really annoying. 
and childish and stupid. That's what we should be talking about is the fact that so many main characters are the worst part of the show yeah, or we, movies. Literally. like Harry I, Potter? Nobody cares about Harry Potter. I haven't seen Harry Potter. Attack uh, on Titan? Who, who gives a rip about Aaron? Aaron is literally... The show is centered around Aaron. But like... I mean, him Viking, as a person. Vikings, I like Ragnar. Okay. Like, he's the main character, but I actually like him. He's an idiot sometimes, but I like him. Yeah. Um, what else? S- uh, Star Wars. Why did they kill Luke, dude? I know. Why Why did they do that to Luke? Uh, um, finish Wednesday with the top three characters. Sorry, then we'll yeah. move on to Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about like how many... Like, you don't care that much about the main character. Um, yeah, so Wednesday, I would put his number one. Like, I actually care about her as a main character. Number yeah. two is Thing. Oh, f- yes. That's my number one. <laughs> <laughs> thing is incredible. Those are, those are close. They're real close. Uh, thing is uh, incredible. Wednesday, Thing, and um, number three would have to be the coffee shop guy. Who ends up actually being the Hyde. Really? Yeah. I was definitely rooting for Wednesday and Coffee Guy. Yeah. But um I just love how well that character played. Oh, absolutely. The whole time. He's just like, oh yeah, I mean I'm just <laughs> I'm just over here. I don't I don't know. Like <laughs> when I look I'm just back a timid guy that's like trying to land this goth girl and you're like, whoa, guy. Right. When I look back, he was really obvious as a hide, but like in the moment, you don't suspect him just how innocent. Which is why it's so good. Exactly. When yes. he's like, when he's like Wednesday, and they're like he, the the sheriff would was like, son, you can't talk to her. She freaking. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I just I have to understand. Mm-hmm. And then he like goes up to her and he's like, you need to know. I won. And you're just like, oh (laughs) my God. Yeah. You were never going to win. You're just like, oh my gosh. I love uh, the side werewolf girl. Oh, yeah. I think she's really interesting and provides so much comedic relief for Wednesdays. She's pretty good. Yeah. And she actually becomes a werewolf at the end, and you're like, yeah. I also really enjoyed Uncle Fester. I like the actor who plays Uncle Fester. Uncle Fester? Uncle Fe- the guy in the top hat who for a while the she like thinks she has a stalker. She's like being followed, but it's just her Uncle Fester who shows oh, up. Oh, sh- he just shows up for like an episode or two. He's, he's yeah. the bald guy with the hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Uncle Fester. And he's played by the guy like the brain behind um uh I can't remember anything today. That funny show with the guy and the girl, and they're in like Portlandia. Haven't seen Portlandia. You need to watch Portlandia. It's so funny. They make fun of everybody. Uh, like there's no nobody is safe. I see. Um, and they play like they play like ninety percent of the characters. I really liked that werewolf girl. Um, he was like trying. She was trying to get with Ajax. Yes. And he like wasn't picking up signals. Yeah. And oh, then yeah, that's <laughs> like Ajax is your spirit animal. My sp- uh, yeah, my <laughs> spirit animal. 
And then he just like froze himself in the mirror. Oh I was like, God. ah, Ajax. And it's, so Thing, is her name like Edna, is it? Eden? I don't know. Isn't it Eden? I have no idea. I think so. Um, and also, also, um, what's, what's his, who's the drawing guy? The drawing guy? Enid. Enid. Is the, is the werewolf Enid. girl. Enid. Drawing guy who's like also interested in Wednesday. Xavier. Xavier. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's a, he's underrated in my opinion. So those are, those are my top three. Okay, now for Star Wars. Star Wars top three characters? Top three characters in Star Wars. Top three characters in Star Wars. In Star Wars. Number one. Who's the character that I like to see the most? Mm -hmm. Who's the person that when they're on screen, I'm having a great time? Um, Obi Wan. Oh yeah, yeah. Obi Wan, top character, all yeah. of Star Wars. Yeah, like Kenobi, the series on Disney Plus was phenomenal. Yeah, I don't understand the, the haters, but anyway, I don't know. They can go. They can go. They away. can go suck a toe. <laughs> yep. Obi Wan, best character. Like agreed. Great, great arc. Great everything. Perfect. Amazing. Um, number two. For me, would be uh, R two D two. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say because like most of the characters up there just suck with the <laughs> sequels. <laughs> You're like, I hate every time R two D two is on screen. It's a good time. It's a great time. You know everything's gonna be wow. great. <laughs> <laughs> and his interactions with Yoda on Dagobah, hilarious. Yeah. He's like he doesn't say anything, but like three PO and a new hope in him and what are you doing, R2? You're gonna get us in trouble. But R2 Yep. I, I, yeah. R2 D two, number two, top, top character. Tier. Top tier. Um and number three would be uh Emperor Palpatine. Really? Yeah, because really, <laughs> really, dude, what's wrong with Listen. you? <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> Ew, yuck, gross. When I go back and I watch the prequels, yeah, and I watch him play, he definitely played him like a fiddle. Oh my! When I watch him play Chancellor. Oh, God. and he's just so nice. Yeah, he definitely plays him. I mean, honestly, to look back and to see him, to see Ian McDermott mm -hmm. young is weird. Yeah, because you just see him as this wrinkly, disgusting... <laughs> Don't be rude to Ian McDermott. <laughs> no, that's what he looks like, dude. <laughs> But no, it just is funny because now you see Ian McDermott and he is he's like an older guy. Yeah. But like you go back to the prequels and you see young Ian McDermott. Super charismatic. Super charismatic. And just to see what he becomes. And then even so so whenever you see Ray sorry. <laughs> uh, sorry, excuse me. Ray. <laughs> just, just the whenever, 
So when Ray finally faces him uh-huh. and is like, you know, where I'm going to fight you, I'm all the Jedi, whatever. Yeah, yeah the force is When he stands up, I saw it in the theater. Oh, snap. Let me freaking, my, all the hair on my body stood on end. When he stands up and he just goes, Goosh. and like the just lightning into the sky yeah. and it was just like it sounded like it was gonna rip the speakers in the theater open yeah. i was like this is so good like every time he's on screen i'm enjoying the movies yeah so that's why i would put him at number three number okay. three top three okay three palpatine two r2 number one obi-wan kenobi i'm always happy when obi-wan is around yep. his story is the best in attack uh attack of the clones yeah when he's like investigating that's the one where he's like investigating the bounty hunter and everything right his story when it was just him mm-hmm. amazing some of my favorite star wars yeah he he and like even ben ben kenobi yeah just flipping mad respect mad mad respect so you would you agreed with number two you agree with one one and two one uh, so who would be your third so one definitely obi-wan I don't know if I can put R2 as 2. Oh, oh okay. Um, let me think. I, I'm i so sad that Qui-Gon... Oh, why'd you have to go and pull out the Q? <laughs> Hold on. Because Qui-Gon, I think if we were oh, able to man. see him fleshed out... Well, like, he had to die because, you know, they're prequels and we already know what like how the story goes. He had to die, but I think Qui-Gon would have been... And you can go into the extended Star Wars universe and the books and the blah de blah blah Haven't seen that. But I think Qui-Gon is one of the most interesting characters. He's... Uh, because he is this... He's, he's this person that doesn't... Like the Jedi Order, he's like, guys, we're doing it wrong. We need yeah. to figure out something because something is going to go wrong very soon. Like, he turned down a seat on the council because he was like, I want to be able to think for myself. Qui-Gon is such... Yeah. Underrated. Um, I definitely... I really like Chewie. Chewbacca's just phenomenal. Um, and it's hard because I wanted to put Han on the list. But, ah, gosh, the freaking sequel, Han. Heck! I, I know. Why do they do that to Han, bro? I don't know. Um... Uh, do, 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 do. I haven't seen the new season of The Mandalorian, but I really like um, The Mandalorian. I love that at the beginning of this season, he's like, no one can see my face. And then Baby Yoda like brings out this person. Yeah. And he's yeah, able to baby, show... Baby Grogu Yoda's. made him human. Yeah. So I really like that. Um, so top three, Obi-Wan. Two, Qui-Gon. And three... Oh, frick, 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 frick. I'm going to go with the Mandalorian. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Because he, since Grogu brought out this person, um, the operation where the Mandalorian's able to go into an Empire place and take off his helmet is possible. Right. And you just see so much of a dramatic change. Dang. So. Yeah. This episode's going to be called, Who's Your Top Three? 
top three hot takes. Eleven sucks. Mike sucks. <laughs> uh, top three X's you've ever had. Oh god. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Uh, Least amount of character arc in X's you've ever seen. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Can I put myself on that list? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh uh, what other show do we have in common do you ever think about just on that note specifically I've thought about this kind of a serious note we're almost at the end here but I just have you ever thought about the fact that you're the villain in some people's story yeah that was like a big turning point for me when I was going to counseling yeah it was like I kind of put certain people in my life as the villain but like I, I've done really stupid things and yeah. hurt people in my life. And maybe I'm the villain in their story. That, like, trips me out. Yeah. Like, I, I was able to go, before I got married, I was able to go and, like, make amends with, not before I got married, after I got married. Mm -hmm. I was able to go and make amends with almost every person that I had any type of issue with or anybody right. that I had hurt. I was pretty much able to do that. Um... But just the fact that there, like, there might be people who, like, they don't think about you all the time. Right. Of course. But they're just living their life. But, like, you, yeah, you were, like, the, the antagonist. Yeah. In their story. Right. But, they, but like, but you know your story. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And in your story, you are the main character that has the most arc and the most growth. But it's, like, some people only got the worst of you. Yeah. And that blows my mind sometimes when I think about like there are people in this world who have only gotten my worst. Right. And it's like, ew. That's, that's, I think that's a really sobering thought. Yeah. Um, you gotta be smart. Right. Yeah. When I make really dumb decisions and like I get a little bit perspe of perspective afterwards, I'm like, wait a second. My mama always told me be careful what you do. Don't go around making young girls hearts. But you came and stood right by me. Oh, man. So be careful who you love. Be careful what you do. Does lies become the truth? I don't know. I think that's what you said. Yeah. On that note. Mama. <laughs> to the Ducks and Crocs podcast. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Carry Shuts on, it off instantly. <laughs> carry on. We'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Um, I might bring Hot Dog Guy on as a guest. We love Hot Dog Guy. Hey, shout out to, um, if you're listening to this, shout out to those three or four girls that ran the pirate escape room last night. And all dressed as pirates. Shout out. And one of you was wearing docks. And then yes. when I told you about our podcast, you all looked it up at the same time. Yeah, shout out to you guys. Shout out to you if you're listening to this. Uh, if you want to be on the podcast all at once, let us know. <laughs> <He's like laughs> We're going to have four guests. No, but we had that hot dog guy outside of the uh, escape room for the dance. Yeah. And he was a cool dude. He was like a good head on his shoulders. Dude, Florida, dude he was really nice. Turn off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's twice, bro. Dude, 
twice in an hour. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. We love you guys. We Thank you, you for tuning in. Go ahead and check us out on YouTube at Docs and Crocs. Check us out on TikTok for sure, Docs and Crocs. Mm. Think about joining the Patreon. Even if you were to join at level one, it just really helps us out. It helps us to keep doing what we're doing. I'm Only if a, you have the means. I'm putting in a crap ton of work into this. Um, and uh, yeah, just follow us on all the socials. We love you and we'll see you next time. See you next week. Peace.